Hello, hello, my beautiful badass babes. I am so excited for you to be here. I'm so grateful. I love you. I'm thankful that you are listening to me, that I am in your ears, hopefully doing something fabulous like getting your nails done or going for a walk with your baby or your dog um, or honestly just listening to me um, while you're cleaning and going through the house and everything. So I am looking forward to chatting with you and sharing a message um, as I promised on Instagram. And if you're not following me along on Instagram, I'm Ashley A. Horn. Um, I do a lot of stories and some really funny reels. Um, And as I shared with you on my stories, I've been going through a lot um, these last couple days and I thought that the podcast would be the best way for me to share everything um, here instead of stories because stories are only 15 seconds and um, I want to give you a little bit more than 15 seconds. Um, I'm currently taking a lovely um, bubble bath at the moment. Well, no bubbles, just bath. Um, After finishing watching The Great British Bake Show, the newest season with my mom on FaceTime, Um, so modern of us to do that, which was so fun. We have one episode left. I'm super excited to see um, who takes the crown. If you haven't watched that show, it's so good. I even got my bestie, Scotty, um, to watch it as well. So it's a great, great show if you're looking just for something that's, I don't know, just sweet. And, um, you know, I just, I love the fact that they're all supportive of one another. I like watching TV where I feel good afterwards. If you want another recommendation, Ted Lasso um, is an amazing, amazing show. So um, anyways, (laughs) besides the point, um, let's talk about the last couple days. So I'm a huge advocate, um, especially because I own my own business, a huge advocate of paying attention, especially if you're a woman, of certain times and certain things that happen throughout the month. Okay, And if you're a man listening to this, I apologize in advance because we're going to be talking about the lovely shark week that um, us women get uh, once a month. So I apologize in advance for that, but this will be good learning for you too. And, you know, in business and growing my businesses, you know, there was always a certain time of month that would come and I would just feel like I could slip way more in my head a lot faster I slipped way faster into scarcity mentality. I was very irritable very quickly. Um, I just felt like I had a lot of images like before I would go to bed that were just really like almost like night terrors, but you're still awake. And I finally, this last time that this is happening over the last couple of days has has really rocked a little bit of my world. you know, to the point where I'm like, you know, I just haven't been wanting to post on Instagram or wanting to post on stories. I more just kind of want to do whatever I want to do during the day. I find that a lot of my work gets pushed off, you know, and I'm grateful that I have a really awesome team that kind of keeps me updated and um, really helps does you know, helps pick up some of the things and some of the tasks that I need. Um, We talk on the phone a lot more um, instead of tasking via like text message, voice memo, that sort of thing. We kind of get on the phone and and talk a little bit more, which is nice because my team will get, um, get to know me. But it's just, 
yeah, I mean, this time just kind of rocked my world. And I never really dove in as much as I have about what to do during these times of the month, basically. And it's interesting as you read cultural things. And again, I didn't go too deep into the rabbit hole. So if you have any suggestions at all, definitely leave um, me a DM or comment on my last post about it because I'd love to hear kind of your recommendations or who you've studied um, and whatnot because I'm, I'm fascinated by this. But from my own studying um, in most cultures, the first day of Shark Week is a day that you just kind of cocoon. <laughs> you kind of allow yourself to sleep if you need to. Um, I have the Glow app, which is um, what I track like my cycle and, and things like that because I am not on birth control. I haven't been for a number of years now, but um, I use the Glow app and, and that's been really helpful to see kind of dirt, like the days, what to focus on. And I was looking at it obviously on the first uh, day and it was saying this is the time to really rest as much as you can and drink a lot of water. And if you're listening to this and you maybe work for someone, uh, maybe you're not a entrepreneur or service-based entrepreneur, and maybe you're like, listen, I can't just like stay in bed all day. Um, I have to go to my job and I have to work for my boss. What I would say is take planned breaks. Um, so really kind of like sprint, 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 and then try to break as much as you can. Um, you know, allow yourself to get out of your space. So I think sometimes we have a tendency and this goes for everyone to just kind of sit and work, 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 um, especially if we're kind of in that like scarcity mentality, if we're kind of pushed into there, we're like, I just got to finish this. I can take a break when it's done. Even though you know you're like on your last, uh, you know, you're like really on your last, what do they call it? I'm missing the word. You're on your last, you're right at the end of your rope. There we go. That's a good one. You're right at the end of the rope and you know you're like, I don't. I know I shouldn't push through, but I want to because if I don't push through, then I feel like this won't get done. Yeah, again, I'm speaking from experience over the, next, the last couple of days. But that's when I force myself to go for a walk. You know, uh, my bestie Scotty was, um, you know, we were talking and he was like, I'm going to take um, baby Cashew, um, who's his beautiful golden retriever, um, who I love, for a walk. Um and I was like, you know what? I'm going to come with you. And he's like, awesome. And we had the best conversation, like best conversation. Um, you know, again, if you don't follow us on Instagram or know my story, Scott's been my best friend um, for a really, really, really long time. And I absolutely adore him. We have a really, really great relationship. He really is like my soul friend. Um, and I love him and adore him. And I feel really, you know, safe with him to share a lot of the things that were happening and go and going through my mind and the night terrors and, um, you know, the feelings of rejection and a lot of the things that I was processing the night before on this walk. Um, and another tip would be if you are processing something or if you are wanting to talk to someone or share space with someone, you know, to, to figure out, to kind of share with them what's going on. Um, the best tip that I can give you is two things. Number one, ask them if they're able to hold space for you. That's really, really, really important. Um, I learned something called emotional dumping, which basically means like, you know, we've all had a friend who's called us, who, who's called us and just basically dumped everything that's going on with their lives. And now the best part, if you're in a place in your life where all your friends are your bestest friends and that's who you talk to on the phone, 
it's probably not going to be a big deal for you because you already know how to hold space for those people. But if you haven't yet quite set a boundary around being able to hold space or you yourself being even in the mental space to hold space for that person, it could be really jarring. It could be really, um, it could actually push you, continue to push you into your head and maybe even into your own headspace that, you know, we don't want to be in. We want to keep you in your heart. So that's the first thing is, is really finding someone and asking them if they're in the mental um, space and if they can hold space for you to share. Um, because then that gives that, them the green light to say, yes, I am in the space to share. I'm happy to hold space and just honestly listen. There are some times where we just want to talk to people and we just don't want an opinion, really. We just want we just want someone to hear us. We just want to be seen. We just want to be heard. We don't necessarily want advice. And maybe we don't even want advice from that person necessarily, right? If we're talking about a relationship, but we never really have a relationship like theirs, you know, um, we not we might not be in the space to want to hear their advice on that particular topic. Um, so that's kind of number one is, is asking if they're able to do that for you. I'm going to take a little bit of water. The second thing is, is, and I even say this, if you're in fights with your partner or with a friend, is go for a walk. The best thing is, is that first of all, while you're walking, you're activating both your left and right side of your brain just by your feet go, you know, going back and forth as you walk. So that's usually when creative ideas start sparking. That's usually when conversation gets really deep. That's usually when, um, again, you feel a little bit more safe with the person because you're not actually like looking at them necessarily like straight in their eye. So going for a walk is a really, really great idea because like I said, number one, you're activating different parts of your brain. So I always say like in my course that if you want to really cement a goal that you're really trying to focus on, do it while you're doing something active, while you're walking, working out, cryotherapy, like while you're doing something active, cement your goal and share what your goal is either out loud or in your head. Um, will really help cement it. And if you're in a fight with someone or, again, you, you're you wanting to share something that's really vulnerable or really scary um, or, you're, you know, you're again, you're sharing with someone you feel rejected or you don't feel as confident at the moment or you're worried about business or you're worried about money and you don't know what to do, right? Walking just really helps you not feel like you're confronted by anyone because you have to look at someone specifically. And it also feels like you're walking towards the same goal, especially if you're you're walking side by side. So if you're ever in a fight with your partner, I highly, highly recommend for you to do this. Um, and I'll give you a last little bonus piece. If you are with your partner and maybe having a disagreement, hold hands. I know it's going to seem like the least thing that you want to do, especially if you're really upset with your partner, if they've done something to really, really get you. Um, I promise you holding hands with them, the last thing that you want to do in a fight is be is to be touch or be physical with someone. But I mean, think about it. How many times have you heard that makeup sex is like the best thing ever, right? It's because we're touching, we're connecting afterwards. So my suggestion is if you are going to go on a walk and share your day or get through an argument or make big decisions or whatever it may be with your partner, your business partner, your mom, your dad, you know, your siblings, whatever it may be. Um, if it's with your partner and you're having a disagreement, do hold hands. Or maybe after you have a disagreement with your family member, give them a hug. 
you know, do something to kind of seal that, that you guys feel good at the end and doing some sort of, of touch. Um, and so those are kind of really, the really, really after I, I talked with Scott for a little while and he was able to hold space and, you know, Scott's a great coach and he was able to offer me advice and actually point me in the right direction of who he thinks, you know, um, if this kind of keeps coming up for me to talk to, um, our business coach or, or my business coach now, but, um, on this particular topic, but, but again, sometimes you just need to, you just need to get it off your chest. You know, I think we, when we think about limiting beliefs or stories or programs that kind of go in our mind, I think sometimes we focus on a lot of, of like not paying attention to it or ignoring it. And what that does is it just festers and that's what it manifests, you know, especially if we are like, we don't want to focus on, we don't want to focus on that we don't want to focus on it. It's exactly what's going to continue to come up for you and manifest. Just like if I would tell you, if I was working with you, um, stop focusing on the lack of money. Every time you're like, well, I don't have money. I don't have money. You know, Stop focusing on the lack thereof or that's con- going to be continuously what you get is lack. Focus on the opportunities that you already do have in front of you and keep those because as Tony Robbins says, what you focus on expands. So we want to focus on the positive side of things of whatever it is that you're looking for. And again, just getting the thoughts out of your head is so helpful because what I didn't realize through my own learning journey and again, feeling rejected and just feeling like I'm not at certain places in certain areas of my life, you know, Scott was able to point out I'm focusing on the wrong things, you know, and I was able to share kind of what I was going through, but then now reframe and focus on something new and focus on a new story, which was awesome. And so I woke up this morning and I just journaled every single thing that we talked about out, every single thing um, that we talked about, I worked on. So that would be kind of the third thing that I would do is journal everything out. I think we have a tendency to think that we can handle every single thing within our brain. And I promise you the second that you get it out, it's not as bad as we ever think it's going to be. Our brain loves, loves to play tricks on us, thinking that we can handle it and we got to keep it all in. But I promise you, that's the last thing that you want to do is keep everything inside of you. So going back to kind of what I was talking about with um, starting um, your cycle and having Shark Week and everything is really what I do is I, the first day is, again, I really give myself the space to really just be able to be with myself. Um, a lot of meditation, a lot of self-care, a lot of water. I avoid alcohol. I really try to avoid sweets as much as like I am a huge, huge sweets person. Oh God, give me a cinnamon roll every, any day of the week. Like I love cinnamon sugar. It's like my, my, oh, my favorite, favorite, favorite thing ever. I always make the cinnamon rolls for Christmas because, of course, I have to make them gluten-free, dairy-free, all that fun stuff. But I promise you, they're like very, very, very tasty. Um, even coming from my dad that loves, very much loves gluten, very much loves full fat, full sugar, all that stuff. So, and he enjoys eating them. But anyway, love how I get off on these tangents. Um and just really be kind to yourself that this is a really, really big opportunity for you to give yourself a lot of self-love. And again, even rope your partner in and, and um, involve them, you know, and say, listen, these, 
this day is usually just very sensitive for me. I just, I just need a little bit extra TLC for you, from you. I need a little bit, you know, just make sure you're sharing what it is that you need uh, for yourself. So get quiet, I think is the best because that's really when you're able to figure out exactly what it is that you need. And I talk about this in another podcast about for my sickness is what I've learned about being quiet. So you can go listen to that if you want more about that. But getting quiet is so important about really what it is that you need, really from coming from a place of your heart and not your head. And it's gonna be difficult, especially when you have hormones you know, pulsing through you and, you know, just not wanting to like throw this all away and just be like, I'm going to eat chocolate and I'm going to go surf my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend now. And, you know, I'm going to try and pants that, you know, I know won't fit me. Like just be really, really, really easy on yourself. Um, these, these first couple of days, lots of self-care, lots of journaling and communicate with the people around you. Um, what it is that you need, whether you just need to listen to someone, whether you just need a little bit more touch, uh, if you just need a little more help around the house, maybe cleaning up a little bit more, um, practice communicating uh, with the people around you what you need. Second thing that I do, um, especially um, around this time, is I avoid any really big decisions. I really try to avoid anything that is this is going to sound like really intense, but um, take it take it for what it is. But like really any like big life decisions, um, like buying a house or um, getting married. I mean, I don't know, right? Having kids. Like I really try to avoid really, really, really big decisions around this time, excuse me, because I just know that I'm not in the right headspace to think through everything that I would think through if I was out of this space. And again, being a little, I'm a little bit more emotional um, during this time, which again is very different for me because I, I haven't been in the past, but again, we evolved. So I'm being easy on myself as I'm going through this. And some months are awesome and some months aren't so awesome. And, um, and so I really avoid doing anything that would really alter things for me. So whether in business and personal, um, I really just say, listen, and, and you'll know by if you are really, if you're having a really hard time with it and you're just like, I just keep, I just can't make a decision. I just find that I just can't make a decision. I'm feeling emotional about it. I'm feeling angry about it. Like you're just kind of feeling like it doesn't feel easy and you don't know if it's in line with your higher self. That's exactly something that you just need to pinpoint for later on. Schedule an appointment with yourself, open your calendar and be like a week from today, we will pick up this conversation. I promise. And we'll make better, we'll make decisions and I'll be in a better headspace to make that decision. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I'll share with you guys a story that I shared on um, my Instagram that happened during this time of me having Shark Week and just fed into all of this and really kind of um, was upsetting. And again, I, I want to be able to talk about boundaries. So this is kind of a story that that goes perfectly aligned with um, with what I was going through um, these last couple of days. And if you, again, follow me on Instagram stories, you will have noticed um, that my hair was gray for about 24 hours or so. And, oh, man, oh, man. I, since I've been a child, my hair has been such a part of my identity. And I love my hair. I... 
I love exactly where I've gotten my hair, where it's at right at the moment. I downloaded this app. I don't remember what it's called. Um, I can ask my brother's girlfriend, but he, she had us all downloaded it. Hilarious. I think it's called like face app or something where you can like try on different hairstyles and everything. And we were all doing it hilarious, by the way, like absolutely. I was, I was literally dying laughing. Like it was, it was the best part of my Thanksgiving as even though I was like on the couch this year, um, sick with the sinus infection. Oh my God, it was hilarious. And you got to try all different types of hairstylists, dark, dark, long, short, bobbed, really blonde, all that stuff. And I'm just really um, proud and happy that I've figured out finally years and years and years, I finally have figured out who I love going to for my hair, number one, amazing. And number two, the hairstyle that, the hairstyle that I actually really like. Long hair, blonde, but rudy, like a rootier, um, darker color. Like I just, I'm, I'm loving that at the moment. So I got my hair done. I love what she does. If you're in Milwaukee, White Brick Salon, um, go to Lauren. Absolutely fantastic woman. Like I absolutely adore her. So if you're in um, the Milwaukee area, she, I, uh, 10, out, 10 out of 10 uh, recommend for you to go to her. She's worth a plane ride to get my hair done. So, and again, you'll know why after I tell you the story, why I'm very particular about my hair. So I get my hair done by her. I'm feeling amazing, especially after coming back from being sick. And, um, you know, she had told me one of my extensions um, is just a little bit more on the brassier side. So she said, listen, you know, um, it takes a lot to fuck up toner because I've tried a couple of people um, in the Miami area. I have a great woman in Sarasota, but in Miami, um, I've had a really hard time with actually finding um, a hairstylist here and someone to do the extensions the way I wanted to and exactly the color. I usually can find people to do the color, but it's usually the extensions that are the one that um, are a little bit harder to find. So I, beautiful. She did my hair. It's amazing. She told me one of your extensions is a little bit brassier. You can't fuck up toner. She said it would be really hard to fuck up toner. If someone fucks up toner, um, all it would be is your hair would be ashy, like really, really, really ashy. And you can rock that hairstyle anyway, she said. And she was like, it will not matter to you at all. So I'm picturing, by the way, ashy being like, um, like really, 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 really blonde almost. Like that's kind of what I picture ashy being, I guess. Again, not a hairstylist. So I have no idea. Um, I said, okay, great. I said, I have a blowout on Friday um, and I'll go and have them do a little bit toner on just my extensions, lighten it up a little bit and um, leave everything else alone. Okay. Text the person I get my blowouts from um, the salon and I say, I want to add um, toner on just my extensions um, for when I come in for my blowout on, on Friday. I said, great, no problem. Awesome. And I've had a problem with this salon before. Again, I've learned a lot about sticking up for myself, setting boundaries through this experience. So I am grateful. It did cause me a little bit of heart, headache, heartache, and money. But at the end of the day, you know, here we are. I'm still at 100% at the moment, but we'll get there. So um, Friday comes around. I'm super excited. My hair looks amazing. I get a blowout. Um, he does awesome blowouts. And I tell him, I said, just on um, the extension and then, um, and then wash it out and, and, and then, um, you can do the blow dry and style. Awesome. 
So while I'm doing blots, I love to passively multitask. So that's a big thing for me is I love to passively multitask. So if I'm getting my hair done, that means I'm checking emails. That means I'm thinking about stuff for you guys. That means I'm thinking about podcast episodes, what to release, what to plan. So I'm busy um, doing all that stuff. And he's awesome because he just lets me kind of do whatever it is that I want. Now, I know with toner, it can be a little bit more um, drying on the hair sometimes. Again, not a hair stylist. So I could be getting this all completely wrong. Um, and so when he started putting on the product, um, I kind of looked up at a certain point and the product was literally all over my hair. Now, at the time, he did tell me he was putting on something called B3, B3, B12, B3. And I know for my hairstyles, because I always text her and check in with her. So thank you, Lauren. If you ever listen to this, you are the bomb and I appreciate you. And she's like, only do this once in a blue moon. You do not want to do this all the time because it's very drying to your hair. And again, if any lady has any extensions out there, your extensions are very dry and they suck up um, a lot of products. So if you do have extensions, or honestly, even if you don't, a big, big, big tip. I'm going to give you guys a tip for hair care. Oil your hair. Life-changing. Life, life-changing. Morning, night, a little bit of oil, put it all over my hair. My hair's never looked more beautiful. Awesome. Life-changing if you have extensions. So uh, oil them. They'll change your life, promise you. Comment on my last post if you start doing this or DM me because I want to hear it. But so anyway, products all over my hair. I just assume that since I gave clear direction um, that they, and by the way, in the past, I don't usually give clear direction. This, because they had messed up before, I learned that giving clear direction was the only way to really, um, to get, to really communicate what it is that I want because I was very uncomfortable with communicating what it is that I actually wanted from, from them. For, for some reason with service providers, I had a really hard time with communicating what it is that I exactly wanted. So I got really good at practicing and saying, but at this point, I, I assume that they know what they're doing. They know more than me, their hair size. They've been doing this for a long time. I don't want to be the type of person that micromanages them when I'm like, isn't that what they do, right? Um, and I know for my own business, sometimes I don't want people micromanaging me. Now, granted, if it's helpful and they're asking me questions, awesome, which probably what I should have done. Um, but product was all over my hair, Okay. Now, again, I've got my, t- I've been blonde since literally, I don't know, forever. My mom let me go blonde when I was really young because I had like very mousy brown hair, but another, another day, another story. But um, I know that toner is not supposed to be left on for very long. But again, at the time I was super hungry. I was eating my burger. It was a whole thing. When I go to the salon, I'm a whole thing. I bring my own hair dryer. It's a whole thing. Okay. Uh, but again, if you're paying for something and you're investing in your hair and investing in yourself, you get to have the permission to do the things that you want, like bringing your own hair dryer, bringing food, all that stuff, okay? So I'm eating a burger, I'm sitting there. Um, there's another girl, I think he's running behind, so he has to fit her in before me. I'm sitting there for a very long time and I'm like, again, I'm like, I'm just gonna be really blonde is what I'm thinking in my head, okay? Washes it out. For the first time, it's wet and I see my hair and I'm like, oh my God, I really hope it looks bad because it's just wet. I really hope this doesn't look like it. Anyway, long story. I know this is like a very long story. So if you're still with me, I love you and I appreciate you. I promise this is like, there's lots of lessons here. He blow dries my hair and I'm like, 
oh my God, I'm full on gray. And not gray. And like, you know, like when you look up on pictures of people who do like that, like really blonde grayish tint to it. Yeah, no, like I looked five years older than what I am now, five years older. And I'm like, oh my God. And at first he's like, listen, um, you know, we did a permanent, so it's going to stay a little bit longer, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden switches his tune that he's like, I'm like, I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, it's not bright blonde at all whatsoever. Like there's no white blonde anywhere. It's like really dark. And so he's like, well, in the back, you know, again, this will fade. It'll come out when you wash a couple washes. And again, I'm at this point where I've been there for hours. They told me that it wasn't going to take more than two hours. I think I was there three and a half, almost four hours. So I'm at this point, I'm tired. I'm hungry. I know I just ate my burger, but like I haven't eaten like this over a span of a long time. Like I'm just kind of irritated and I'm like, whatever. So then I leave the salon, I go upstairs and I'm, by the way, the whole time this, I'm texting Scott being like, I can't believe this. Um, I'm annoyed, you know, and Scott's like, listen, every time that you've asked them, first of all, he's like, why do you keep going back? Second of all, he's like, you know that they're always running late. So why do you ever think this is going to be any different? And number three, I bet it doesn't look as bad as you think it is. So anyway, I'm processing this whole thing and I have gray hair and I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? I should rock this. I should feel confident about this. I should rock this. You know, I shouldn't let my hair define who I who I am. Um, if I go bald, I want to be able to walk, rock that and feel confident, right? So I really kind of felt into it. I was looking at myself in the mirror, giving me lots of self-love, saying I love you over and over and over and over again. Um, I mean, just everything, like just trying to do everything I can. The, the best thing I could do is do it in a ponytail because you couldn't really tell when I would pull it back or I did a little kind of like um, a little pigtail in like the top of my head. So I kind of got around um, when I looked at myself in the mirror, kind of making a little bit better. What I realized looking back through this is I was justifying something, okay? This was not the intention that I went in with. I didn't go into the salon with the intention of making my hair gray to feel good about the decision to not let my hair define who I am and my confidence, okay? I went in expecting it to look a certain way and it wasn't. And so by me being like, oh, this is an opportunity for me now to be confident and show confidence is great, but I'm also justifying something that happened that I didn't set a boundary to, um, that I was at the time too afraid of hurting his feelings by saying, listen, this is not what I wanted. Like we need to fix this kind of thing. And I, I've learned that now looking through it and processing through it for the last couple of days is like, this was a lot of the justification of, of me getting something wrong. Because what happened is the next morning I texted them a whole long message at the salon. And I was like, listen, I hate to do this. I don't want to be this person. And this stylist is great at blowouts. I love what he does to my hair. Again, the last time that I went to see my girl in Wisconsin, she was giving me so much compliments on how great my hair looked and how healthy it was and all this stuff, how amazing. And, um, you know, and it was due to the fact that I really rarely 
wash my hair. Um, I try to do it like one time a week. And I use, I use really good products on my hair, really, really good products. And so, you know, I was like, listen, this isn't right. Like, this isn't right. And he does a really good job at blowing, blowing out my hair, but he like, this is not right. And so I sent pictures to them and I was like, listen, like we need to get this fixed. You know, we need to, we need to figure this out. And so again, I called and FaceTimed my girl in Wisconsin And I was like, what do I need to do? Tell me what I need to do. And she said, listen, it doesn't look as bad as you think it does. You know, um, I think you should rock it. But if you really do want to get rid of it, buy some clarifying shampoo. It will come out, wash your hair a couple times and do a mask because clarifying shampoo is um, very drying on your hair. So I was talking to the salon about this and saying, listen, this is what, you know, um, I want my services to be refunded, please. I said, I have to now spend money on buying clarifying shampoo. I have to spend time and my own energy um, driving around the city, um, especially when I had things to do and I wanted to take pictures and things like that because um, there was a festival in Miami this weekend. And I was like, listen, this is causing a lot of, if anything, just my time, which as you guys all know is my money. So, you know, I was like, I would really like, um, a refund, uh, for the toner. I believe I said, yeah, just for the toner, not for the blog. Cause the blog always looks good. So, um, and they basically like, listen, we don't want you to be unhappy. We want to fix this for you. Please let us allow us to fix it. And I said, listen, to be honest, I'm quite nervous. Um, and I'm proud of myself, by the way. I, I could tell you a story, old story, where I did not set a boundary and I've gotten taken advantage of, um, and not taken advantage, that's like a strong word, but I've definitely had my boundaries crossed with service professionals in the past. And I take responsibility. I take 100% responsibility. I should have held my boundary. Um, I just um, felt very uncomfortable in the past with it and ended up buying like literally five figures worth of, um, no, five figures, oh my God, four figures um, worth of product that, five figures, oh my God, no, four figures. Oh, Ashley, you're crazy. Um, Worth of product and I learned a big lesson, but apparently the universe does not think my lesson learning is over yet because I keep getting handed this. So um, they said, we pr- we really want to make it up to you. You know, please allow us to make it up to you. I said, okay. I said, this is exactly what's going to happen. I only want clarifying shampoo and then I want a mask and then conditioner. So I got set up with a lovely lady um, at their sister salon and went there and she colored my hair and it looked 10 times better. I brought my own mask. She used my own mask. Again, wasn't still 100% comfortable um, with the service. I feel like, I don't, I just, I feel like they weren't using the clarifying shampoo that they told me. New salon, they, again, and I share these because as a business owner, I always appreciate and I take helpful criticism. Not just like things about my appearance or things like, like, bitch, I can't change that. Like, sorry, not going to happen. And I love who I am. So, and I'm not going to change it for some Joe Schmo on the internet. Like, no, thank you. But I like helpful criticism. If someone's like, listen, you say um too much in your videos or, 
you um, say like too much. Like when I first moved to LA, my God, I said like in every five seconds. My ex-boyfriend at the time was like, babe, you got it. Like you say like all the time. So I like helpful, helpful criticism. So as a business owner, you can say things in a way that I really want to help them grow. If they're a new salon, if they're trying to get business, I just felt like I had um, the opportunity to share my experience because I wasn't happy with the service that I was getting. And this bleeds into me being a people pleaser. This is all a belief system that I have because listen, there are ways that you can share with people that you didn't get what it is that you want with people that you are paying your service professionals out there. There are ways, and honestly, ask them what the ways could be too, if, if you're maybe getting nervous to share with them. There are definitely ways to communicate in a beautifully um, high value, confident way that doesn't hurt the person, you know, um, or make them feel stupid. Like there's ways to do that, I promise you. And, um, and so anyway, so I, you know, I, I, I said, listen, I'm a little nervous to do this because I feel like, um, again, I feel like I keep saying this over and over again. So anyway, I go to her and, you know, it comes, all the gray comes out, which is amazing, but the color is just messed up now. It just is different. And I'm not a professional. I haven't talked to my hairstylist about this yet, but it's just not, thank God the gray is gone. I feel a lot better about that, but it's definitely not what I want it to be. And there's a lesson here, you know, instead of taking this and hiding away and stuff, again, I think it comes back to, I need to let my hair breathe a little bit before I do anything. Cause it is actually a little bit more on the drier side. So I need to get some like good old fashioned, like grease in there. I'm going to, um, put a lot of oil in it and take really good care of it. These next couple of days, again, drink water, take my vitamins, all that, just like my hair was sick. Right. And really lean into the lessons of feeling really confident about myself and um, even though my hair color isn't exactly what I want it to be. And like I said, I messed up my hair size. In hindsight, I wish I wouldn't have just, I wish I wouldn't have touched the hair and gotten her and just had her tone it the next time. But again, these are all lessons to me that build me up to be a better, you know, boss, a better person, a better human, um, all that stuff. Um, I'm really stepping into my power of I didn't get what I wanted. And instead of justifying it, I really did it in a way that felt really elegant. I felt really good about the salon. It was funny as I was leaving, I got a blog today um, by my stylist. Again, amazing blog. I don't want to stop. You know, the salon suggested me to be, maybe if they're like, if you want to go to someone else. And I said, no, it's not. It's not that. They're very good at doing the blogs. It's just no color and no extensions. Like I will never, or um, excuse me, no tone or no extensions um, just blots, purely just blots. And, um, and now I know my boundary with them. Now I know it's strictly blots. And this is also a good way to do a little bit of research or have a friend give you a little bit of a recommendation, you know, especially if you do have blonde friends or brunette friends, like recommendations are so critical. And granted, it's just my hair. I know that people might be listening to this and be like, it's really no big deal. And I realized that this must be, this could be a really tiny issue um, versus some other of the big issues that people are going through. And I completely understand that. I think what I'm doing in my own life is really stepping into 
the things that make me feel uncomfortable, whether big or small, and really trying to learn and become a better person through this. And really by doing this, I become a more a better and more compassionate person. I'm able to talk with people through conflict um, in a high vibe, um, staying connected to my source type of way. And I really think that I use these opportunities to grow as a human being and as a boss, like I said. And um, if anything, to me, I believe that's all that a person can ask for is to learn. And, um, and so, yeah. And so now, you know, I'm just loving on the person again. And I think when you do have your period and you do have a shark week, you look at yourself in the mirror and you might not like the thing that's looking back at you, you know, the thing, my God, Ash, you might not like the person that's looking back at you. You might not like the body, you might not like your legs or the cellulite or your stomach or your thighs or, you know, your boobs. And I just want to encourage you that while you're going through this time, this is the ultimate area where you need to give yourself as much love, self-love, pleasure, love with your partner. Like you need to like basically bathe yourself, wrap yourself up in the most amazing love blanket that you can find. And just this is, if anything, this is the time to give it back. Because if you can give yourself love this time through the time that your hormones might be a little off whack, um, for the times that you don't feel the greatest, you don't feel like you look in the mirror and look the greatest, like this, if you can overcome and feel love, feel into love right now, girl, babe, you can take over the goddamn world. Promise you that. So I hope this was helpful. This was like a really long podcast. So if again, if you're still here, I love you. Like you are a true OG baby. Like you are, you're here with me. Like I, I truly love you and I hope you can feel, you know, through this recording and through my voice, how much I, I just love you. I respect you. I think you're amazing. And, um, I'm so happy you're here with me on this journey. And especially as I go through very vulnerable things in my life, in my business, my personal life, Um, I want to share them with you guys because I'm hoping that this will help someone out there to help someone who, um, goes through some of this stuff. So I love you so much. Again, I cannot say that enough. Um, tell me what you like about this. Tell me what you're going to implement. Tell me what tips you're going to use. Like, tell me at all. DM me, comment on my last post. Give me some love. Um, if you found this episode to be helpful, five star reviews on I don't even know, honestly, I don't even know where you give five-star reviews, um, but if you can, if you can please give me um, a five-star review. Honestly, the reason why I like that and I ask for it is because it shows me that these are episodes that you like. And you know what? As you know, I love my time. I want to give you stuff that you actually want to hear about and you want to listen because I got a lot, a lot of things that I can share with you, but I really want to make it relevant and I really want it to be um, something that you actually want to hear. So Um, being active, five stars, telling me what you like about the podcast just really helps me um, with giving you more content like this if this is something that you want to hear. And if it's not, tell me what you do want to hear. So I love you. I'm going to get out of this bath because I'm basically a prune now and um, literally chug a whole thing of water before I go to bed. And I love you. Have a wonderful night. Bye, babes.